It's not getting it, getting it. Alright, here's here's a tough one. Uh, what are you most afraid of? What am I most afraid of? Slow death. Amen. What? A slow death, uh, where you know you feel the process. Amen. You know, and it's yeah. you know, yeah. I, don't, I mean, Alzheimer's something like or uh, well, Bill Gates disease or something like, like that. that. Yeah. Well, I've had friends die from Bill Gates disease, and that's just the most because they never lose their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be they terrible. lose their body, but they don't lose their mind. Yeah. I'm most scared of besides my wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so. <laughs> It's a hard thing for me because I don't have a lot of fear. It's good. That, you do not, though. You said it earlier. You have a fear of failure. I have a fear that's of failure. That's what drives that, you. That, and that's the obvious. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to think of something else besides that. And part of my problem in life is that even at a young age, I just didn't have any fear. That's not a bad thing though. That no, allows you to have it, a lot of experience. But it can cause you a lot of, a lot of injury pain. Mm -hmm. You will hurt yourself without fear. You have to learn to you had to learn to respect. Mm -hmm. You had to learn to respect fear. Yeah. And that takes a little while to learn. If, you, if you're one of those type of individuals really not scared of much, you have to learn to respect fear. And learn to go, you know, probably ought to not do that. I, I have no fear of dying, because I already had a near-death experience, and I'm certainly not afraid of that now. That was the most amazing thing ever happened to me in my life. I, I just think Nosfield right. I'm just, I'm, I have a fear of failure, but I really mean fear of failure because failure drives me. And I almost welcome it every once in a while because it makes me go, ain't going to do that again. We're going we're gonna to get better. We're going to find a way to get better. We're going to find a way to adapt. We're going to find a way to make things happen. That's what I do. I'll make things happen. And so it's, it's, it's a hard, that's a real hard question for me to give a real honest answer. I'm not really scared of much. Yeah, that's a that's that's a real answer. Now, Miss Um, I mean, just on the normal, like like I said earlier, you know, public speaking. But really, my I worry. I don't know if I like just fear it, but um, you know, something horrible like my kids dying before me. You know, I, yeah, that's a I worry about that. Thing to have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, it just, yeah, I, I can't even, like, you know, I've had dreams about that, and it's just, it's just horrible, horrible to think about. Yeah, I think, yeah, you know, I've said it, before, I, I've, I've said it before, but, uh, you know, it's really kind of, uh, it was kind of a it was kind of a weird fear born from seeing the opposite. Um, it's kind of uh, you know, and of course I wouldn't be around to know it, but um, dying and there'd be nobody to go to the funeral. Hmm. Like that that's you know I think that's why relationships are are important for this. You know, you know you think. If you think about, like, not like, dying alone, just yeah. like somebody actually not showing up to yeah, warn like, you. Yeah, I mean, I remember, like, when my grandfather passed, 
or when my pop passed, you know, like there were people coming from all over the country, people I had never even heard of, and, and I was like, who is that again? <laughs> you know, and but but nice. they all loved my grandfather, they all loved my pop. And but that's not you, a fear you, you have to worry about. Well, and that's why I say I know it's not a. I wouldn't know it because I wouldn't be here. But you know that's something that. But you, but you should know though that people care about you. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that people don't care about me. But I think if I had any honest fear, and I was being, yeah. if I was being honest with myself, that's that's probably the honest truth. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, I think that. If, I think that would be a fear for me too, dying alone. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be one true fear I would have. I would never want to die alone. I, I don't know if I would worry you know, so want, much. I'd want to have. I don't want them to sit beside me necessarily. And my father-in-law just died this last week. You know, and so you, you know, I don't want death watch on me, but I want to know that somebody's going to be there to take care of the business of death after I die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I could. I would agree with that. I. I don't know if I'm worried about dying alone, but I definitely don't want to be like, I don't want, I don't want it to be like days before somebody knows. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. All right. So, next question. We're on number fifteen. Uh, if you were, if you were president, what's the first thing you would do? What? I told you these questions are real. <laughs> Twenty-one questions is a very different game than a few of my favorite things. <laughs> I would want to see all the confidential. You can't see this until you're the president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then make some freaking decisions. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, but I say, yeah. So yeah, if it's classified, bring it in. I want to. I want to see it, and I want to see it now. Uh, if if it happened right now. Yes. Um, I would uh, start trying to appoint a, a chief justice that would overturn Citizens United. Get the money out of politics. I'll go with that, actually. I would, uh, it'd be a pretty deep thing. It'd be about, but what's happened with the great society is it's, it's failed. So, we have to turn around and start with education. We have to turn around and find ways to teach people to be self-sustaining and get them jobs and do not the political thing to say, I have a voting base here, but get real about helping people out of their poverty. Yes. And give them things that they can have that are real. And that's, it's, it's become so political, it just makes me sick when I see it. And that's, so that's where I would be. I would be huge on welfare reform and finding real solutions to get people out and not worry about they're going to vote in another damn term or not, because I don't care. Mm. I'm here to make a real I change. actually want to do something with my time. Yes. Mm. That would be my main thing. I mean, you know, all of that. It, it, it's, it's just, I don't really know. I mean, you don't, you can say what you want to do, but, you know, we've had this discussion a lot. Being president doesn't give you the power that people think it gives you. 
So you have to, I mean, I would try to surround myself with people that, you know, were That's most tolerant yeah, and, and open-minded and, and can't, don't, that they can truly be, you know, I know the justice side is supposed to be blind, but I feel like, you know, politicians can be too, if they really, you know, if they want, want it to be. be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, actually, that question goes back and forth in my mind. Um, if, if you ask me this week, um, I would want to enact a mass nationwide um, no police retraining. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's because it, it's not what I've come to. What I've come to realize is there's just a lot of fear, you know, because like you can watch two videos of the almost exact same stop, and you get one guy who walks up and he's like, okay, so what's going on here, you know, and he's trying to figure out the situation. And then you get another guy who walks up, hands already on his gun, you know, and 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 that's because somebody's afraid. Yeah, you're walking into a situation and you're already you afraid. You can't train. You can't train that out of people. You well, what I do believe is, you know, I do believe, you know. And me and Dave have talked about this. You know, I don't believe in trying to make large swaths of people into into victims. But what I but what I do believe is that um, our system from inception was set up to favor, and since it was. We have to be honest about that, like be able to have a real conversation about that without it hurting somebody's feelings. It's just like, no, it's just, look, it was written into the Constitution this way. It was set up to favor and to disfavor, you know. So, therefore, if that's true, you know, you're already walking into the situation, whether you realize it or not looking at this person or that person like they're not quite worthy of the same level of just tolerance and uh, you know you know you being willing to de-escalate that you would another right and if that's true then we need to really come up with a system that vets our officers in a different way. Yeah. And not just vet them like, are you capable of being police? Because I'm sure that they all are very capable of being police. But there's got to be, and look, they do it in corporate America, there's got to be a certain level of psychological testing to know where to put you. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not going to be right for this department. Right. There, not necessarily you're not wrong for yeah, being they do, police. They do. But yeah, but but I think it's got to go one more, mm -hmm. you know. 
you're not right for this department. Right. Because, you know, the way this, the psych test should proved out, you have some natural fears, you have some natural biases that will, will make you a less effective officer in this department. Yeah. Now, the department, uh, two precincts over, um, you may be very perfectly well suited for that department, and let's see if we can get you in over there. I don't want to say that this person or that person shouldn't be police, it, but I do believe if you're, uh, you know, if you're afraid to deal with the people that you're policing, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. Well, and, uh, the, and, and we really ought to have a podcast on this very, 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 very deep subject because it's, it's a systematic failure from long ago. Oh yeah. And, yeah. How, and how it comes forward, and it, there's so many. It, it's a huge factor thing, and I've been studying it a, a lot. Yeah, we could sit here and talk but, about but, this for but at least another hour. But <laughs> the interesting thing, one of the, one of the things that the uh, chief of police in Dallas did today, who I thought, though I really think has handled himself very well. Yeah. He said something very interesting. He says, "We're asking our officers to do too much." It's very possible. And that makes you think. Just think about that a little bit. You know, because we have systematic failure of parenting. We have too many. People that, like, as I brought up before, that are mental, mm -hmm. should be a mental institution. Yeah. Not to run the street, the Sandy Hook kid. Yeah. Should never, ever, ever, ever been out on the street. He was, he was totally gone in, in his early years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his mother took him to a gun range. Yeah. And taught him to shoot. It taught him to shoot. Yeah. You know, this, this kid should never, ever, ever been around a gun. So, and on and on. I mean, we can yeah. like I said, I studied this quite a bit because it, it is. A systematic failure, <coughs> and and it, and it is starting to come to fruit, and it's just not a failure of the police. It's also a failure of the public. It's a failure of the of, of the of the system, which is a great society really has failed a lot of things and created a lot of these different issues. But it gets way too deep to go too far into this. Yeah, question yeah, yeah. And this answer. particular question. But 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 it's but it's would be a. I, I do believe, especially we have a couple more people on the panel, that that would be a. Unreal deep subject that we could get into because we're not all going to agree on it. No, but, true. But boy, we could sure dive into some interesting stuff doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, where are we? Oh, sixteen. Uh, if you could witness any event of the past, present, or future, what would it be? Of the future, yeah, past, uh, present, or future. I mean, in, in stages, the colonizing of our solar system and then uh, intergalactic space travel. Okay. In stages. Yeah, because, uh, <laughs> I mean, solar, you know, solar uh, colonization, I think, is uh, within the realm of possibility because we obviously can get crafts to different planets here. Yes. Um, it's not, I mean, it, it, the colonization of another, of another celestial body and our solar system is, is very far off in the future uh, due to just resources and yeah. that kind of thing and technology. Uh, but I, I think it's possible. <clears throat> I'm not so sure about intergalactic space travel and uh, colonization of bodies in other solar systems. But I would love to see it, and I, I think it's tragic that we don't get to live long enough to, to see it. But that is one of my biggest interests. Right. So, yeah. Between third and fourth grade, I got my eyes shot with a BB gun. So I spent 
my whole first semester of fourth grade bedroom. And they gave me a Apollo rocket launcher. Among other things, that was, but that was the coolest thing because it had the doors and the lunar module fit in and, and everything was there. All the motors were inside. Cool. And I you know, took my time and they, they built me, and my grandfather built me a big bed platform to oh. work off of and everything else. But to, for me, as a kid at that age, to be at one of the launchings mm. of the Apollo. Mm. And be able to sit there and feel that roar, feel that rumble, and see yeah. that big old spaceship yeah. head up and head out. Yeah. That would have been the coolest thing in the world for that kid at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. I would go back to, I would want to actually, I don't know that I would really want to see him shot, but I would like to witness the Kennedy, Kennedy. shooting. Yeah, go back to that. that. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to see him right, literally right. get shot, but, but I would like to be there and see it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You're right. You're it, right. Knowing what I know now, I would like to be there and, and witness and, it. And, yeah, with knowing, the, yeah. yeah, not yeah. like actually being alive at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're gonna go grassy knoll and kick that guy's ass. <laughs> I, I, I have my theory on it. I've seen the place. I just don't see that there's any way possible that it could have happened the way they said it happened. Yeah, so I, I would personally like to see that. Yeah, I mean, I there's, know, all, there's all kinds of all, other stuff. That was just but. also crazy, and then Ruby coming and killing him and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that was yeah. way hairy stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, uh, this kind of goes back to... Uh, uh, times that I spent my with my grandparents, um, I would love to go back to uh, and actually be there and hear it for myself. Uh, the Martin Luther King, I have dream speech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of neat to see um, Lincoln's. Yeah, yeah, Gettysburg yeah, yeah, Gettysburg Address. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so to. many. Just, I know, I know. But they're, you know, things that you only, only imagine. <laughs>